What is the optimal number of emails that you should be sending to your subscribers? We now have some insight into that answer because a study conducted by GetResponse, a major email marketing platform, looked at all their customer data and analyzed the engagement rates based on how many emails were sent from that account. And what they found, drum roll please, is that the accounts that performed the best sent an email an average of once per week. They found that their customers who sent an average of an email one per week had much higher engagement rates, meaning open rates over 33%, click-through rates over 4.5%, and click-to-open rates almost 14%. Paired to accounts that were sending multiple emails per day or daily emails, the engagement rates from weekly was much higher. It's also important to note that triggered emails or an email that you send as a confirmation after a sale, after somebody downloads your ebook, that first email that's triggered based on the event had an open rate of almost 90%. So what does this all mean? It does not mean that you should stop what you're doing with email if you're having success. However, if you are struggling with email, like honestly, we're struggling with email right now because our deliverability rates across all of our companies and our clients are plummeting pretty fast, meaning a lot of emails are going to spam, going undelivered, they're not even reaching our subscribers because of what's happening with email and email servers right now. So we want to try and use this data to understand how to get more out of our email marketing because email has always been that one cornerstone and constant for marketers. When you're running Facebook traffic, when you're running paid traffic, when you're doing anything, capturing that email allows us to partially own that conversation, right? That we can then market to them on command whenever we want. Obviously, there's been other developments with social media, getting people to follow you, with Messenger, getting people to opt into that. But email has been around for over a decade now and it's been constant. However, the performance of email has gradually gone down because there's other marketing channels and people's attentions are getting pulled elsewhere. But it's still a very important channel that we do want to optimize to the best of our abilities with all these limitations that we're given. This means a couple of things. Number one is that really look at your frequency of emails, how much you're sending and the performance of those emails. If they are less than what I just described to you in terms of the engagement rates, you might wanna look at sending less frequent emails or altering the content of your emails. If you're sending multiple emails per day, the value of that information can't be that high. And there's probably a lot of sales messages in there too. We wanna to try and remember that email is not just a sales platform. Just because someone gave you their email doesn't necessarily mean that they wanna be sold to all the time. They could have given it to you for an ebook. They could have given it to you for a one-time discount. So we don't wanna just be blasting them with our updates because we don't necessarily have permission to do that. So something else that you wanna make sure that you're doing within your email platform is making sure that you're using multiple lists and tags to know where that contact came from. Again, what we're seeing a lot of issues with our deliverability is that our general list performance that we send out about twice per month has gone down significantly. Open rates are down, deliverability is down, and I know it's down because we're getting a lot of emails from people on, on our list saying, hey, I really love your updates, but it's going to spam, you might wanna look into that. And that, again, is because our list has grown to over 50,000 subscribers, but we're getting them from all corners of the web. And when we send out a blast to all those people, the email server knows that these people probably didn't opt into it, so our, the performance of our list has gone down. So what we've done to mitigate that is really focused on building hyper-specific lists and tracking where that email came from and only marketing to those people based on what they opted in for. And we're not sending general blasts anymore unless we've gotten their permission to do so. So we get their permission to do so by using automation flows we get people from an ebook, we get people that hit our contact page, we get people that hit our newsletter page. We're sending another permission email to them asking them if they want to receive general updates once they're already on that list too. It's almost like a form of a double opt-in to just make sure that people want that. And we're doing that because if we can get people to reply yes, if somebody replies to one of your automation emails, that greatly 
raises the quality of your email list. It tells the email server, hey, this is an active account. They want to be here. They're responding. And it pushes up the overall quality of your list, which pushes up the overall deliverability of your list. Off the back of that too, is we're making sure that all of our individual flows, we're optimizing that first response email, that triggered email, because it has almost three times the open rate and attention that our general list would have, right? 33% open rate for a general list, almost 90% open rate for that first email. So what we want to do with that first email is wherever we're getting that from, if they're coming in from an ebook, if they're coming in from a coupon from an e-commerce website, when we're sending them that initial email, we want to optimize that space because we have their attention at that point. So what I like to do is a couple things. Number one, depending on the business that we're running, I like to cross pollinate, meaning instead of just focusing on email, we'll use that attention to push it elsewhere. We like to push to YouTube or Instagram because those are other platforms that we know have a lot of attention. So if we can leverage that email, if it came in from our blog opting in for an ebook, we'll send them the ebook, but also says, hey, you like this content? We post a lot on YouTube too, check us out there. So we're getting the most out of that contact by pushing it to other channels. This is really important, especially for those of you who have built a big email list or a big Instagram subscriber list. You wanna make sure that you're pushing that attention across channels so when these channels dip, like email's doing, like Instagram will do soon, that you're pushing that attention to other platforms so you're mitigating against that risk. Another thing that we'll do is we'll use that initial trigger email to upsell our services. So they come in for an ebook, we'll also offer them a consult or a discount on the product that we're selling. We wanna maximize that attention to push them down the sales funnel to drive them to purchase or to cross pollinate and push them up to the top of the funnel somewhere else. So points being here guys is email is still an incredibly powerful platform, but we have to understand where it's going and how to get the most out of the efforts that we're doing there. Too often marketers have focused on email as the end all be all. It's not just about building a list anymore. It's about building multiple channels. It's also about getting the most out of your email list because performance is going to continue to decline. Email open rates are going down. Email deliverability rates are plummeting. So we wanna make sure that we're getting the most out of our efforts on these platforms.